The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe and Chewy. All right, where I come from, is that a false god? Is astrology a certainly, false god? Certainly feels like a false god, because I'm team Jesus. Hey. I am Team Jesus, right? I don't need astrology or anything like that. Dear Tiny Infant Jesus. Hey, um, you know, sweetie, Jesus did grow up. You don't always have to call him baby. It's a bit odd and off-putting to pray to a baby. Look, I like the Christmas Jesus best, and I'm saying grace. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I got the first-round pick of all first-round picks. Okay? You guys can have all the other picks in the draft. As long as I have Team Jesus, I feel great. Dear Tiny Jesus, you're golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist palm. He was a man. He had a beard. Look, I like the baby version the best. Do you hear me? I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt because it says like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party too. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride it, she's trying to hide it I'm cool as ever, she's too excited Her man look like he wanna fight He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth Me and LeBron James We are having a pretty good day Me and LeBron James Yeah, but only one of you did something great It's true That doesn't mean I can't have a great day even if I don't do something great, you're not allowed to have a great day. I, 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 I don't. You can get to your story, but I just this is how mad I'm setting the tone for how angry I am right now. You're not allowed to have a great day. Not I don't for the understand next hour. why you're angry. If you're my friend, you should be happy for me. <laughs> I tell the story. <laughs> what happened? I got pulled over on the way to work this morning, and. Not- the officer was very. <laughs> I was about to say. Right, that's not the that's not the part I'm mad about. I that's love the that easy I paused because I assumed that that would be your reaction, yeah, like, and then nobody it. gave it to me. And then Chewie was like, "Okay, I'll give it to her." Not shocking. I know. I got pulled over on the way to work this morning. Uh, Six twenty-five. Literally rolling through Bayside. Literally rolling through Bayside. Uh, there was a stop sign. I gestured to the stop sign. And then I continued through the stop sign. Interestingly enough, to the left of me was a police officer. Saw me at the stop sign. Maybe not not navigate it. (laughs) That's for sure not for long. Maybe not navigate it as you should navigate a stop sign. And got the old lights behind me. What do they call those? The cherries or something? Cherries and berries? Cherries and berries, yeah. Really? Yeah, rolling. something like that, right? Huh. Is it? I don't think that's illegal at six o'clock in the morning. Tell you the truth, so not even at the worst part yet. What do you mean not the worst part? That was the worst part. You got pulled over. What happened, Jen? What happened when you got pulled over? Let's let's tell everyone how the story ends, huh? Handed the gentleman my license. He asked me for proof of insurance. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, of course, you know, knowing me, I have to have proof of insurance. All those car accidents. Showed him the Speeding proof of tickets. insurance. I'm on the phone with you guys, telling you that I got pulled over. He comes back to the window. He hands me my license and says, just going to let you off with a warning. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
in front of my face slash ears. Just off of the warning. Practically. Why in front do we of your have face. laws? Why do we even have laws? It's six o'clock in the morning, Who idiot. Cares? There's a law. She broke sort of the law. So if you get pulled over, if you're gonna take the time to pull someone over, why aren't you giving them a ticket? A All warning right, does nothing. All Jed's gonna do next time is stop less. No, yes. I'll definitely stop more. At the very well, least, no, you're not going to stop yeah. more. You're going to stop the same amount. You At the very best, you're stopping the same you amount. You can't stop less than I did. If you <laughs> stop less than I did, you're not no. stopping at all. That's my point. This the only thing she's going to do is look around a little more next time. She's not. Yeah, you're not going to change the protocol. But let me ask you this. What do you think of cops that shoot radar at 550 in the morning? There are still laws. That's what I think. Is it? Does sure. it probably Wait, so unnecessary? You yeah. So you're, you're in favor of like a six A to ten P. Like that's the like only window. Zone. Yeah, that's like the <laughs> only window in which radar should be enforced. No left turn from six A.M. Yes. to nine A.M. at this so, intersection. So ten ten P to six A. Just no rules on the road. In the country. <laughs> Here's what right? I will say. Also, though, it's an intersection. To the right side, the bridge is closed. It literally says road closed. Okay, so te- so that is eliminated. That side of the intersection has been eliminated. There will be no traffic coming from that side. The other side is the neighborhood. That's where the police officer was sitting. Fair enough, there may be someone coming from that side, which I also did look over to see because that's when I saw the police officer sitting there. But you obviously looked over too late. Correct. Because the point of the stop sign, from the way I understand the law, is is to stop your damn car. You stop, you make sure that nobody else is around, so it's not their turn to go, and then you proceed. Okay, also though, I did make sure that no one was at the intersection. No one was at the intersection. He was sitting a good 250 feet back from the intersection, which again... Good job, cop. Like, good job, police officer. Well, no, that is where you should no. sit because I was not looking there until it was too late. Bad job by him, too. I'm mad at everybody in this situation. I'm I'm thrilled that he pulled you over for breaking you're the a, law. You're a tool. But then he, be... he, why give someone a warning? It doesn't do anything. It I mean, does nothing. That is a good point. It does you're nothing. There if, should be, if you're just going to let someone go, should be, let them go. Over. There should be skills of driving. So if you were in the A class, which I would be, and probably Jen would be, people sometimes classify us as bad drivers. We know Jen's not. We can like, afford we to take rolling rights. Now, like Ashton, who's 10 and 2 all the time, white knuckled, no, looking all around, puts true. a blink around the pull into his driveway. That's yeah, you but should yeah, but stop. There's two, there's but skilled drivers who can weave. I mean, I'm a step. Down from I'm a, NASCAR. I'm a That's what guy. I am. I'm more IndyCar than NASCAR, so I'm better than you. It okay, mean NASCAR you're gonna sucks. tell you're gonna t- tell Jeff Gordon, no, you got to stop at every stop sign and do yes. it. No, you can only Be- go this fast. He's on the road. Blinker. There Give are rules of the road. Chew- yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. But aren't the rules of the road for when there are multiple people out there on the road? Can a cop yes. please call in? Please, just any any police officer. There were people on please. the road. You just didn't see them. Yeah, one of them. Then threw his cherries and blueberries on, and all of a sudden, <laughs> what is that? Did I miss that out? Cherries and blueberries, whatever. No, no I, cherries and blueberries on, and all of a sudden, oh, it's a warning. It's fine. You're great. Oh, no, go hey, listen, show. I Garbage. was, I was pu- fully prepared to get the ticket. Fully prepared. Would have maybe been a little late for the show as he wrote it up, as he put it into the computer and whatnot. I would have, we would have still talked about it once I got here eventually. I was fully prepared to take my punishment. Okay. But he chose not to give it to me. Ashton. And I appreciate that. What's your definition of a good driver? Following the laws? Not being an a-hole? 
Not that I think Jen was not being an a-hole right. this morning. That's just a separate comment. But, like, following no, Jen the Jen was like, what a waste of time and waste of breaks to come to a complete stop when there's no one around. There should be more. But you, you can still take... have to do it. What, to please you? No, it's the law. But again, no, all right, let's, I hope yeah, you get here. But again, the point was thing. there wasn't just nobody around. There was there somebody was someone around. around. Hey, let's say someone gets their car stolen, Who, right? the cop? Yes. Let's... Let's say somebody was laying in the weeds. <laughs> That's what uh, I'm done with this. This is unbelievable. How how am I the crazy one here? The Ashton, one, let me ask you this the one question. thing I will say Ashton. with Ashton that I agree with is that if you're going to take the time to pull someone over, like if you're just going to let someone go, let them go, right? Like just let them go. If you're going to take the time to pull someone over, you should probably just give the. But ticket. also, if you're going to let somebody go, can we all agree that there should be some like universal communication from the police officer? That's like I saw you. You're not getting away with it. But I don't want to do this. So he like flashes. Let me, let me but you are you getting away okay. with it. I'm saying he like flashes Gabe. his brights Gabe. or something. Well, at no, because be like I, wink, wink. Saw you roll through the stop sign. Because yeah. my brother was a cop in in uh, Newport Beach. Yep. For five years, mm-hmm. motorcycle cop, big yeah. boots, uniform, you know, chips type. <laughs> if Jen was a guy in that situation, he ain't pulling her over. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay, he'd be like, oh my god, blonde, ooh, rack. Okay. <laughs> you didn't use your blinker. Pull her over. Come on. And nobody Ashton, else sees a problem a with this. But also, let's let's not pretend that I look good in the morning. Let's not pretend that I'm over here like turning heads in the morning. <laughs> you weren't you were driving around in a cocktail dress okay. at six thirty this morning. Honestly, like again, I appreciate that the police officer gave me a warning. I appreciate that he let me get on my merry way. I did drive more. Uh, conservatively, the rest of the way to work. Still recognizing Nobody that I need that. to be here. Nobody I'm, believes no that. I'm just Zero people believe that lie. I don't think you changed anything. I did. I definitely went to, uh, ten and two the whole way. And I. Why can't I you look at me while illegal. you're telling these lies? I, no, I definitely did do that. <laughs> Uh, but I still needed to get here by seven o'clock, so I was, uh, you know, negotiating with the distance a little bit. <laughs> do, you, do you see the, the mental gymnastics then that just happens that because of this? It's like, oh well, I had to do this, and so now. But here's here's the uh, I guess the other the other side of this argument is I mean, Jen has been pulled over so many times at this point, like her behavior is just not going to change. I know all of the officers by name. It's not. It's just her behavior is not going to change I, I, at this I, point. We'll put it on the poll, Ashton. If you are a law-abiding, by the book driver, are you considered a bad driver? Because in my book, you are. It's just a, in, in today's world, it's like I'm talking 64 on the highway or 69, whatever the nice, speed nice. limit is. Right? No. Okay. Again, I you can do all that stuff and still not be a jerk on the road and still follow the rules. I, here's what I'm well, struggling with, though. You're supposed to be my pal. Like, you should, before you Me? get all angry. Yeah. I guess theoretically, <laughs> before you get all angry about the rules of the road, how about dap me up a little for, hey, nice work. Didn't get the ticket this morning. I'm sure that would have really ruined your day. Chunk of change out of your wallet. Like- He's, uh, well, because you've always, you have maintained through this Rogers saga that he needs a shut the hell up guy, Who? right? He needs a shut the hell up guy. He needs a friend that's good enough to be like, hey, you did something wrong. You need to... That's what Ashton's doing right now. He's not telling you to shut the hell up, but he's being the friend that's I would like, never I'm say not. That. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I, I, I would never. I don't say that to anybody hardly. But he's he's the pal that's not going to celebrate when he feels you got away with Here's something. Here's what I wonder. Here's he what wants I'm you to be held accountable. Here's what I'm wondering yeah, right now. What Gabe said is the happiness, happiness, 
happiness quotient higher when you get off from don't Phrasing? no stop Phrasing? it no yeah. what you Always. stop Podcast all right <laughs> you have to keep talking you can't just say you couldn't like if you more words came out of your mouth then you would have been all right but you purposefully stopped when you did is the happiness quotient higher when you don't get a ticket after being pulled off than the frustration quotient when you do get a ticket i'm going to argue yes I am happier right now for not getting a ticket than I would have been angry for getting a ticket because I was resigned once I saw the cherries and blueberries, to use Ashton's phrase. (laughs) Behind me, I was resigned that I was going to get a ticket. It was like, well, it's fine. I'll take the ticket, whatever, you know, got me, you know, whatever. But now I'm actually happier. Like, I I, I think this worked out even more in my favor because it's an adrenaline rush of getting away with something it's it's a science i mean i'm not going to argue with your explanation i just am telling you how i feel does that go is that points on your license probably running a stop sign or rolling a stop sign probably well how many points did you lose when you uh didn't go to court when I didn't go to court, we had that whole thing yeah. where I was on hold, and then it turned out there was actually a much easier way for me to have handled that whole thing by just like sending in a form. A lot of people agreeing with me on the talking text line, just saying. What are the, I don't know. I can't see the talking text line. Uh, what do we, we got? We've got Tim saying that Ashton wins. Not crazy. Jim from Known. Ashton wins. Ashton's right. Tim, again, there's no justification to not stop at a sign. Uh, Jake from State Farm. Ashton makes the worst arguments, but it is the rules. Oh. All accurate statements. I mean, Jake from State Farm should be arguing, I guess, yeah. for following the rules yeah, since exactly. he's, you know, an State insurance. Farm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ryan McGuanago, did you call him Officer Pretty? Did you? No. Okay. Well, then he's wrong. Uh, and more from Tim, just backing me up. Shout out to Tim. Tim and Fond du Lac, um, that saying it's that you are a bad driver. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, Ryan, good. All those people, Ashton, all those people stay Ryan, as far to the right Ryan as nine, possible. Ryan okay. In the 920. Um, Speaking saying of saying that it's fine also to agree with Ashton on this. So I, I, I don't you. understand. I, again, I didn't blow through a stop sign. There's a big difference between blowing through a stop sign and tapping the brakes when you get to the stop sign when there are no other cars around you. It is 720, 720, How? 626 in the morning and you have to get to work. What did the old speedometer say when you went through the stop sign? Oh, yeah, I mean, you can't tell. It, I, I was not going fast. Like, this is not what I was. I did was not. Was it more than zero? I did not blow through the stop sign. 10, 15? No chance. More okay. than zero, though? So, one, you, you were in single digits. Single digits, for sure. And Ashton is like, this is a zero or one type of situation here. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to. But no, Chewy, you just said, um, you know, get over to the right, right hand side. You see, I, I saw, yeah. I, I didn't dive into it, but I saw that apparently they're trying to pass a law where you can't just like freely drive in the left-hand lane down in the state where you're at right now in Florida. Where what? like that is what actually... You, you can't freely drive in the left-hand so, lane. So that means it's for passing only. So like if you pass, then you got to get back over as quickly as you can. You can't just be sitting out there in the left-hand lane. I feel like that is like, I mean, Chewy, you and I would probably agree on this. That is pretty much an unwritten rule anyways of the road. Is That's what it's supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. But if you continue passing the slower cars in the yeah, right, couldn't you make the argument yes. that you are yes. staying but you in have, the passing exactly. lane? Yeah, yeah. It's yes. not like you pass one car, have to get over, pass now another that, car, get back that, over. That, that but it's everyone, if you're passing cars. I don't have cars. a problem with that. That's a loophole I agree yeah. with. But you can't just be like sitting sitting out in the left-hand lane. Well, you got to get over as soon as you can. My issue with the left-hand lane is for the slow drivers. Yeah, that's for the ashes. 
I don't that's think that's where I'm, the ash. He's at sixty nine miles an hour. Nice. You know, like by the not way, a care in the world. I I was what? going. I go eighty in the morning on the way to work. Like it's not. I'm not not following the rules all the time. I'm just yeah. saying. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, only. I gotta go to break though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What just yeah, happened? I think we're late for a break. We definitely said break. Very yeah. Strong in your position, you had staked your claim. You were like, "This is the rule. If there is a rule, you follow the rule." And then you're over here telling us how you're just doing 80 on the way to work. There's uh, no chance the speed limit's 80 from not, Greendale to Greenfield. Greenfield. Uh, but here's to the thing. Or whatever. I, I, what I've discovered is, while I am upset with you, Jen, I am still on your side. I'm more upset at the police officer for not. Uh, fully doing their justice and um, giving you a ticket, which would have affected you, which whatever. But like, see, you're a bad friend. Well, then follow the rules. Yeah, everyone's follow the rules. You're a bad friend. The fact that you're not happy for me for not getting a ticket means you're a bad friend. I accept that. See, but here's so here's the dilemma, Jen, and and this turned into an okay segment. For content, it would have been better if you got the ticket. I totally agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm so. Glad. No, I don't think because again, I I, again, I was totally resigned. Yeah. As soon as he pulled me over, I was like, "Yeah, you got me." I mean, me. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't get the ticket. But I think for content purposes, it would have been better if you. It's got like the when ticket. you're playing hide and seek and you know that your hiding spot is crappy, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was just under the cushion on it, the couch." Especially because you had called us, so then Ashton and I would have got to hear the majority of the interaction after we gave you the ticket. Like that could have been content gold. You know, it just feels like a missed opportunity. We would have figured out a way to record that. You know, it would have been great. Well, we would have had to tell the officer. Trust me, it ran through my mind. <laughs> I've been doing all these interviews, you know, for the story that I'm working on for ESPN. And every time you have to be like, okay, I am starting the recorder now. Okay, I am stopping the recorder. You have to be very open with those sympathy. There are rules, guys. Now you want to follow the rules. That's interesting. <laughs> When you guys are looking to start your weekend right, just head to Bubbles and Brunch at St. Kate the Arts Hotel. It's held every weekend from 9 to 1. Mark your calendars, 9 to 1. A nice little swath of time there when you can enjoy Bubbles and Brunch in Giggly Champagne and Wine Bar on St. Kate's second floor. And let me tell you guys, this brunch... It is anything but basic. The atmosphere, awesome. Local DJ spinning tunes. The hotel's acclaimed culinary team offering up a menu of elevated breakfast dishes. And, oh, by the way, endless mimosa or mimosa flights. Experience a brunch that is anything but basic at Giggly Champagne and Wine Bar inside St. Kate the Arts Hotel. Reservations are available online. If you are hoping to make a reservation, just go to their website. It's stkatearts.com. stkatearts.com. I'll see you there. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. His eyeball. Wait, wait. Where do I get him? I just assumed when I said wait, did you just get it was just a suggestion? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Typically on ninety four five ESPN. ESPN Milwaukee. Oh, a little Mr. Brightside. Something someone we know is not going to be seeing for at least four days. I'd say the uh, the talking text line, by the way, is a little split between you and Ashton right now. I know. I figured that he wasn't reading all of the responses. Well, well, where's the proof, Gabe? Well, so He's here's... got the talking text line up in front of him. Here, uh, here is the one that I'm most intrigued by because they're, you know, um, again... Uh, Jake, you know, people saying this is uh, BS Ashton, but this is the one from Ashley's mom, Susie. Uh, she wants us to ask Ashton about his trip to Bowling Green from Glenview. 
So, uh, Ashton, what about your trip to Bowling Green from Glenview? Uh, at one point in my glorious uh, one-year tenure at Bowling Green State University in Ohio, I did drive from Glenview, Illinois, to Bowling Green, Ohio in under four hours, I think. Um, if you look it up, it's not an under four-hour trip. Oh, how far is it? Are we talking six? Uh, it's you know somewhere near five, five probably. And a half? It's near five or more. Yeah. Yeah. See, I take pride in that. I no, I do. Again, spe- I have no issue with speeding if you're not driving like an a-hole. When Google suggests, when Google Maps suggests a time. Now you know the time yeah. to beat. It's a race. I'm with Here's the thing. 100%. I'm with Jen a million percent on that. I, it's, to me, I'm more, you know what? You're right, Jen. I should have backed you up more. Um, and that's my bad. I'm not going to say the words that will uh, affirm a potential apology adjacent sort of thing. But I am more upset at the police officer for giving you a warning because that seems pointless to me. Uh, all right, Jen, you're excluded from this because we already know. When is the last <laughs> time you two got a ticket? Mm, six years ago? Uh, last years? time I got a speeding ticket, I was in college. Yeah, six or seven years ago. Okay. Construction zone. Ooh, construction zone. That's going to... that. Uh... And you know what happened? I didn't get ticketed for being in a construction zone. Mm. What is the point? Wait, now you're campaigning for tickets for yourself? No, I'm saying... I understand you campaigning to, for tickets for me, no, okay? I, like, you I, like I, to see the, the scale balanced a little bit it's more. The, it's the principle of it. That's all I'm arguing for. It's the principle. When's the last time you got a ticket? 94. What? Seriously? Yeah, well, I've been pulled over, but the last time I got a ticket was 1994. Well, hold on. Do they recognize you as a former Green Bay Packer slash NFL player slash superstar? Not sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you get out of the car? I'm pretty sure that's frowned upon. No, I just give them my license. Oh, and then they see the name. the name. Do you have a tiny little Lombardi uh, sticker in the corner, like a Lombardi no. instead of the donor but sticker? Time, it's got time, a Lombardi trophy. One, one time, one time, a copper just pulled me over out of the blue because he just wanted to talk. <laughs> you probably like, loved that. True story. I swear wait, to God. He, like he knew it was your yeah. truck or what? Well, he ran my plates. <laughs> Were you speeding? You know? Uh, probably a little bit. So were you? So when he initially pulled you over, were you a little nervous? You're like, oh man, or were you like a little frustrated? Man, I don't think I was going that fast. And then he pulls you over. Yeah, and next thing you know, just he just like, wants to chat. Next, next thing you know, he just yeah, wants to like, chat. Hey, Chewy, what's going on? I'm like, ah, oh, nothing. I got time. <laughs> and I probably hung out there for a good twenty minutes. <laughs> but I was like, can you shut your lights off? <laughs> 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 the cherries and blueberries. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate not getting the ticket this morning. I do think that it sets me up for potentially people having a uh, failure. No, Uh, for people having kind of a a spotlight on me. I feel like now I have to be very conscious of driving through those areas. I think I have to be, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Here I am on the radio this morning talking about how the police officer pulled me over for running a stop sign. He did not give me a ticket. He gave me a warning. And I do think I have to be much more conscious of driving through that area now because they might not be so nice the next time. They might not be so generous. It's very true. And make sure you stop at the stop sign. Especially if that police officer is now sending text messages to all his police officer buddies saying, listen to this. Just flaunting that you got away with something on the radio. I am so thankful. I was resigned that I was getting the ticket this morning. I thought it was going to put me behind the schedule. Y'all were going to have to start without me, which I'm sure you would have enjoyed. And then he didn't give me the ticket. And I argue that like if my day, if I was at like a six when I got out of bed this morning, him not giving me the ticket shot me up to a nine. Like I'm having a great day now. 
Yeah, I also feel you were showing me some pictures between the break. It's it's your daughter's birthday. I feel like that would have lifted your spirits no matter what. You were showing me pictures. You get her balloons. You weren't there when she woke up because you had to be here, rolling stop signs and what have you. Um, but then you got to see the pictures that Dario sent. She is over the moon about those balloons, That's man. True. She just loves that. And I feel like that would have lifted hey, your well, spirits had you gotten a <clears throat> ticket. That's true. What what happened to what happened to radar detectors? I mean, we all had them as kids young adults did they just go away did they actually work were they a thing that did, did that's what i'm saying i, I think know they, they were a work thing. gabe i think they work but they work too late okay maybe that's why you know yeah because yeah i, I don't, don't know, know how what you mean work too late like once you had already passed the police officer then it would start chirping on you or like he already got you on radar and then it goes off i don't think you need him anymore because um one i'm pretty sure they're illegal in a lot of states but as we've indicated this morning <laughs> what are laws um <laughs> <laughs> but um on your phone now if you use Waze or you use google maps yeah. people there's like a um crowdsourcing that occurs now with those apps where people can let you know where they have seen a police officer where there has been a speed trap they mark it on the little mappy map and then all of a sudden you know as you approach and look if there's one and eh, maybe it's still there but if you have like six or seven people that have marked that spot as a speed trap or marked yeah. that spot that there's a police officer that's a little public service announcement that's why we don't have radar detectors anymore Okay, Ashton okay. is giving us the old right. wrap-up sign. <laughs> okay. So we will take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, but stick around. Adam Schefter is coming up next. I wonder how he feels about the darkness. Are you afraid of the dark? Palermo's is Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Palermo's making great-tasting frozen pizza, including Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie, Scream, and Sicilian, locally for over 55 years. They have a pizza for every kind of taste. And tomorrow, another big day, National Pizza Day. <laughs> Celebrating all day tomorrow here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, having a little pizza party of our own. We're going to have the breakfast pizza because, of course, we have a morning show. Yeah, they have breakfast pizza. They have dessert pizza. They have single-serving pizzas. They have pizzas for every single taste. So make sure you're keeping an eye out for Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie, Scrimmage, Sicilian, Neighborhood, Pizzeria, all the great different brands that Palermo has. Next time you're in your local grocery store in the freezer section, you want to get Palermo's because it's Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Everyone's go-to source for all NFL news. Adam Schefter teased some big breaking news. Adam, you've told us about it. What do we got? Adam's on the phone. Adam, yeah, some more new- Adam yeah, you have more just, news? What do you got? They're going with another move. And he was the man who knows all, Adam Schefter. And we're going to get right to some breaking news here that just came down. This tweet from Adam Schefter. It's ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. He fired Frank Wright today. He hired Jeff Saturday. Jim Irsay doesn't care what you think. Adam Schefter on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy is presented by Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference. We got a lot of stuff to get to with our friend and teammate and pal, Adam Schefter. Good morning, Shefty. How's your week going? Are you in Arizona? I am in Arizona, Jen. Been here since Sunday night and just kind of taking in the sights and sounds of Super Bowl 57. What a good dude. I mean, what time is it in Arizona? Is it is it 530? 4.30? I guess it's not that <laughs> Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> I was trying to, you know. Yeah, thought... Normal for us. Yeah, that's, that's true. Us, you do right? get up in all of the morning shows as well. So you're a, you're an early riser. Um, lots of stuff to get to with you this morning. But the first thing I want to start on is I got a theory. Hear me out. Yep. It's harebrained like most of the things that I suggest here on Jen, Game and Chewy. So that's the standard. That's the baseline. Is it possible that the two old quarterbacks 
are just trying to outduel each other for for or insanity right now. I mean, you got one of the old quarterbacks taking a picture in his undies on his bed, right? And that was in the morning. And then you got the other old quarterback who tells us that he's going to go into a darkness retreat for four days to provide some clarity for his decision on whether or not he wants to play in the NFL. Shefty, in all your years covering the sport, yeah. have you ever had like yeah. like like this like stranger things going on with two of the faces of the league? Oh, yeah. Well, there have been strange things, and there always are, and it's what makes the league the greatest reality show going. But you know, Tom, Tom's doing his best, I guess, A-B impression, you know, when he's doing those pictures in his underwear by the water or whatever he's doing. Um, yeah, you know, I, what I did notice is, look, Tom is in a new phase of his life. Like I saw on Instagram yesterday, he's got an autograph show. First time he's done an autograph show. Now, again, I'm sure he's making unbelievable sums of money, but you know, he's, he's post his football career. He can do whatever he wants, so he's doing autograph shows. Like, that's not something you ordinarily have seen with Tom Brady. But he's in a new phase of his life, and he can do what he wants. And I just think he's just kind of seeing what it's like to not have to be consumed with football at all times. So whatever that means, it means posing in your underwear, signing autographs, um, do whatever he wants. You know, Aaron is always trying to be introspective about his future. I've never heard of a darkest retreat. Um, I think Rich Eisen was, was the one who said, there was no perfect way, no better way to prepare yourself to become the quarterback of the Jets than going on a darkest retreat. Oh, the jokes um, The jokes <laughs> yesterday on social media, Adam, were top-notch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and what was the name of the, the, the drug that he... Uh, uh, ayahuasca. ayahuasca and psilocybin. Ayahuasca, yeah. yeah, so so that became a joke for a while and still is. And, and you know, darkness retreats now, uh, that'll be a thing here. I mean, because honestly, it's so unusual. I, I've never even heard of a darkness retreat. You know, I, it's, uh, it, it's something that maybe all of us should look into if it could be that beneficial, right? So quarterback's going on his retreat. I'm good. Adam. <laughs> no, I'm good, too. Adam, um, do teams and players especially have to worry about tampering when it comes to this Rodgers saga? Um, I mean, Devontae Adams has been very cryptic on Twitter and social media. We had the Dolphins get penalized over uh, tampering with Tom Brady. What would, From a player standpoint, what would rise to the level of tampering? You'd have to find direct evidence that a team, a team, has been in contact with a particular player and discussed future employment opportunities. Now, again, Devontae Adams could say, yeah, you know, come to L.A., no tampering there. Like, players talk about players. I've never seen that be an issue. But if we all of a sudden had, say, Josh McDaniels or Robert Sala or Mike Vrabel, uh, you know, call records to Aaron Rodgers and calling him and recruiting him and pitch that would be without the permission of the Packers something that they couldn't do like you couldn't call Aaron Rodgers agents unless Green Bay gave you permission to do so you couldn't call his agents to discuss Aaron unless Green Bay gave you permission yeah it wasn't that long ago Shefty that we dealt with that here in Wisconsin when the Packers thought the Broncos and the 49ers were tampering with Aaron Rodgers but to your point because they couldn't prove it 
right? You don't have the phone records. You don't have evidence that tampering actually existed. They did not file a complaint. Well, and I, I think my question would be, um, is it considered tampering if a player reaches out to a team? Is that when the player is doing the tampering? Like, I mean, it's a different way of looking at it. Um, league didn't initiate anything, or a team didn't initiate anything. Team wasn't expecting to hear, and all of a sudden, lo and behold, oh, the player's calling to express his thoughts, right? Like, that could happen. Now, I guess, I, I think teams, if and when that does happen, teams could just say, hey, listen, appreciate your feelings, you, you, you know, but you can't call us. Like, you know, this has got to be done the right way. I, I'm sure that's happened in the past, at some point with somebody. Shefty, going back to the uh, Aaron Rodgers' four days of darkness, how long do you think you could go in there and last? Is that something you think you could do? Like, how long could you sit in darkness with nothing else for four, like, out of four days? How long are you making it into that? Well, I, I actually thought about this last night, and if um, they want to take my phones and say, okay, you know, we're not going to hear from him for four days, I think I could go for longer than four days. <laughs> I don't know if it's the vacation I, 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 you think it is, bud. No, 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 no. no. To, to, to me, to shut off everything and everybody in my world for four days and go sit in darkness, like if Aaron wants to bring a roomie, I'm in. <laughs> like, I, I actually, the idea of it is actually greatly appealing. I didn't even know these things exist. Right, so, you know, when my birthday rolls around next year, if my wife wants to ask me what I would want for my birthday, I, I may say I might want a darkest retreat where nobody, nobody can get at me. He's Adam Schefter. We are happy to join him and hang out with him during the football season each and every Wednesday. So, Adam, the other thing that we were talking about this morning is I got pulled over on the way to the station this morning. The police uh, officer... Yeah. He was very yeah. nice. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me the, give it to How me. How fast were you going? No. How fast were you going? <laughs> That's the natural question to ask when it comes to Gen Ladder. That's true. Uh, but I, I rolled through a stop sign. An intersection, neighborhood this morning, and there was a police officer sitting yep. there. And, 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 and to the police officer's credit, he did let me off with a warning. That upset my colleagues. Ashton is back there shaking his head. I can see him through the glass. He is still upset that I was let off with a warning. I was wondering when the last time you were pulled over was. I imagine that if Adam Schefter gets pulled over, I imagine most most officers will also be like, oh, good morning, Adam Schefter. I'll let you off with a warning. But I could be wrong. Adam, when's the last time you got pulled over? Um, I honestly don't recall. It's been, fortunately, uh, a, a little bit of time. But I will say that you know, there was a time out in... Colorado when I first moved out there and I'm 23, 24 years old. I remember getting pulled over for speeding three times in the span of like two days and it was awful. And yeah. And and you thought you have to lose your license and and I didn't, but that was bad. And, um, (laughs) there was one time I was in my family. It had to be, I don't know, five years ago. I'm going to guess five, six years ago. Um, stop sign near my house i guess much like you jen kind of rolled through it you know, friday night make a turn and all of a sudden there's a cop you know the flashing lights which is never a nice feeling and um <laughs> pull over and roll down my window a cop comes up and uh, he saw me and he let out a loud yell like he'd seen a ghost and uh <laughs> 
What? <laughs> and he goes, because yeah, I remember my daughter and my son were in the backseat. My wife's like, here comes an example for the kids about how you don't drive, you don't roll through a stop sign like that. And the guy goes, holy crap. Adam Schefter. I said, yes, officer. <laughs> and and uh, let me go. Very nice of him. Unbelievable. <laughs> Such garbage. <laughs> Why pull someone over <laughs> if you're just going to give him and a I, warning? I think, I, think my, I, th- I think my wife was appalled, you know, like, what the hell? You know, just let me go. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I, I frankly was quite surprised and taken aback myself. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that kind of reaction or treatment at all, ever. Like, that was, you know, like, you know, okay, I rolled through a stop sign. I did. You know, I was guilty. But uh, the officer was very kind and generous, and, uh, and I appreciated that. And, Adam, that's exactly how I felt this morning. I told these guys when I walked in, I said, I was pr- fully prepared to take the ticket, right? It's kind of like, yeah. you got me. You know, good job. You yeah, did, you're doing your job. Way to go. You win this one. And then when he said, yep. I'm just going to let you off with a warning, I was like, oh. And I was telling the guys that I think my happiness quotient went up more significantly than my frustration or anger would have been if I had gotten the ticket. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's not, you know, when you're, when you're pulled over, I, I don't know, anytime I'm pulled over, I don't, your, your, your heart kind of drops into your chest. Right, it just does. So it just—it's unnerving. But fortunately, um, you were warned this morning. Do not be rolling through any more stop signs. Just as I try not to roll through any more stop signs. And uh, there we go. Move on. Adam, we appreciate you hanging out with us here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It looks like Gabe has one more thing for you. Yeah. So I—I've been wanting to ask you this for a couple of weeks, Adam. But now that conference championship weekend has come and gone. There was a lot of talk going into those that the NFL was going to look at, oh, maybe we'll go neutral sites for conference championship games. And some of the reports that were out there, was it was intriguing to them to have the 50-50 split the way that the college football playoff semifinals had the 50-50 split um, for those games. Is that actually going to be a talking point for competition committees and the owners this offseason? I haven't heard that. I know that some people brought it up at the talk of the neutral sites, but I, I think the league uh, likes and prefers conference championship games to be played at the stadiums and the cities of the teams that have earned them throughout the course of the year. I think if you take that away, uh, you diminish some of the meaning of the regular season. It loses some of its significance. And I think the way they have it now is the right way. I haven't heard any real momentum the other way. And, well, I always know that anything's always possible in this league. I never rule out anything. Uh, that would surprise me if they went to a neutral site conference championship game. Uh, to me, that would just really compromise the regular season and its meaning and the value of it. And so I don't see it happening. But the commissioner is talking today. He's having a state of the union. And we'll see if that issue comes up. Maybe it will. Uh, we'll see what he says about that. Adam, it has been a pleasure hanging out with you this season. We've gotten to know you a little bit more, and of course, you always bring your insight to the NFL. Have a great time at the Super Bowl this week. We know you guys will continue to bring quality coverage of the biggest event in the league. Talk to you soon, Adam. Thank you. Enjoy the game, everybody. 
He's Adam Schefter. So great to have him here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy during the football season. Have you guys considered Professional Construction Inc. and Waukesha for all of your construction needs, whether it's a commercial project like a multifamily or an office, or maybe you're like us, you're looking for help on a remodel of your current home. The PCI team is here for you. I've told you guys this. We've got a great basement. One-fourth of it is finished, or one-third of it, I guess, depending on the measurements, and the rest of it is unfinished. And I'm looking at that space going, man, my kids are getting bigger. We need more room. What better way to add to our current spot than finishing the basement. So we called up Mike and Michelle over at PCI. We had them come in. They took the measurements. They did some drawings. They even gave us one of those little like uh, uh, pictures of your space with little cutouts of furniture and televisions and other things that we might want to put in the space. And then we got to like do a dollhouse essentially and move the things around and try to figure out where exactly those things should go. That is the extra step that PCI will take with you when they are doing a remodel of your current space. If you want more information on what PCI can do for you, just go to their website. It's professionalconstructioninc.com, professionalconstructioninc.com. Okay. Get your dialing fingers ready, everybody. It is time to play Superb Owl Squares here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. That's right. The rules are simple. Call in. Be the first to answer a trivia question correctly. When you do, you will be assigned random squares. If you get it wrong, we're on to the next caller. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. Call me now. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. What do we do? We've, Where we've, do we go from here? We've, we've talked about insulation. We've talked about fantasy camp. And now we've talked about Burning Man. We've hit for the cycle in the first five minutes of the show. On 94.5 ESPN. Milwaukee, for what it's worth, I used to dominate on this song on Guitar Hero. Just absolutely crush on Guitar Hero. 800-990-3776. This is your cue to call to play to play Superb Owl Squares. We have some callers lined up. Let's get to, let's see, let's see, let's see. Bill in New Berlin. Bill in New Berlin, you're up first on Superb Owl Squares with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Bill, do you know how the game works? Uh, kind of. I don't listen uh, every morning, but uh, when I can, I've heard it a couple times. All right, Bill. I don't appreciate that. Gabe, you got the list there? <laughs> he doesn't listen every morning. Uh, you got the list there of how the game works? Can yeah, I do. Yeah, Bill? yeah, I mean, just you shouldn't be insulting our guest I'm like that. I'm not insulting that. him. I'm asking him to listen more often. Um, Imploring him, perhaps. <laughs> Rules are simple, so we're going to give you a question. You get the question correct, you're going to be assigned some random squares on our squares board. We've got an ESP Milwaukee prize pack that we have put together if you end up winning at the end of the week, which, of course, is going to happen during the Superb Owl on Sunday. Let's get to the first right. question for you, Bill, in New Berlin. Jalen Hurts lost twice in the college football playoff. Who were the two quarterbacks that beat him? Oh, boy. Um, boy, the first one is that in Ohio State? Um, boy, I just can't think of it off the top. Well, the first guess, I'll just take a guess Justin Fields. Justin Fields is not a correct answer. Chewy, do you know? Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence? Uh, no, before Trevor. 
two of A of Ioloa? No, but you're doing the right team. <laughs> Who was before him? He was. Right? Uh, no, he's uh, he just made his triumphant return to the no, league. No, he this lost. Year. Wait, did he lose at Oklahoma? Yes. To Alabama. No. Lost to LSU. Clemson. Lost to Clemson at Bama. Lost to LSU oh. at Oklahoma. All right, Trevor uh, Tra- Burrow and um... so Burrow's correct. Deshaun Watson. Whoa. Oh, wow. That's way back. Yeah, 2016. Deshaun Watson and Joe Burrow is the answer to the two quarterbacks that beat Jalen Hurts. By the way, I love... So we got all these questions from Hembo at ESPN. Jen reached out, and and we've done this the last few years. That's an easy question. (laughs) That's what he put under the easy category. Honestly, he's just really, really, really bright (laughs) when it comes to trivia. So we're trying to like... I mean, do you want me to go to a hard one? That seems just cruel and unusual at this point. Let's go out to Chad and Muskego. Chad, you're on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. 800-990-3776. That's the number to play Superb Owl Squares. As Gabe indicated, if you get the correct answer, we put you on our board. And then, of course, we wait for the big game on Sunday to see who our big winner is. You ready to play, Chad? Let's do this. And unlike Bill, I do listen to your show every morning. Thank hey. you, Chad. Ah. We certainly appreciate that. All right, let me see. Let me see. Oh, some of these questions we've done already, and I just haven't marked them off. Okay, here we go. What is the only Coach-QB tandem to win three Super Bowls for an NFC team? A lot of clues in that one. What is the only Coach-QB tandem to win three Super Bowls for an NFC team? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think it's either maybe Dallas or San Francisco would be my go-to on that. Oh, gosh. All right, we're going to go Don Shula. No, not Don Shula. I'm sorry. Um, that was way off. Hey. Don Shula's with a dolphin. Uh, hey, hey, elephant, do you want to calm no. down over there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chewy. I apologize. <laughs> Is it oh, snowing in Montana today? I'm so <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Chewy. Because I have a flight from Montana to San Francisco. <laughs> so it felt like maybe he was on the right track because he did say the 49ers. It's Bill Walsh, Joe Montana, 81, 84, and 88. The three yeah. Super Bowls for an NFC team. They were the coach-quarterback tandem. That was a medium question from our friend Paul <laughs> Hembakitis over on Get Up and from the radio show Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Let's go out to Mitch in Waukesha. Mitch, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? You bet. What was the name of the play on which Nick Foles caught a touchdown pass in Super Bowl 52? Uh, that would be the Philly Special. Philly yes! Special is correct. Nice. Also known as the Philly Philly, we would have also accepted Philly Philly. That was the name of the play on which Nick in Montana caught today? a touchdown pass. <laughs> Super Bowl is it snowing in Montana? Because if, if it is, I have to wash my clothes. <laughs> See, now that would have been a clue, and Ashy would have gotten angry at you because that would have been the answer. Rule follower Ashy over there doesn't want us helping out the loyal listeners. That is correct. Uh, We have gone through an awful lot of questions here. 
I guess we just got to get through two more days. Two and a half more Was days. We're only one? halfway Jen. through the contest. That's a very good Jen. point. <laughs> Was the last one under easy? The last one was under easy, yes. Okay. But but to be fair, we only have one, two, three, four, five, five, six, six more easy questions. Is that right, Gabe? Uh, no. <laughs> We've got two more easy questions. Uh, three. Excuse me. Three more two. easy questions. Oh, well, right. I didn't mark. I just forgot to mark off the one we just did. No. Three more easy questions. That's not great for our loyal listeners, but maybe they'll have more Again, luck with the Again, some medium of these ones. are tough. Like the all-time leading scorer in touchdowns, somebody did get that. Only player to pass for 500 yards uh, was tough. Um, youngest quarterback to start the Super Bowl is a tricky one that we asked. You had thought that it would be uh, ben, ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger, but it was Dan Marino. Philly Philly, I think, was the easiest one on here, other than the Bart Starr one that we asked the other day. What Correct. was the player that won MVP of Super Bowls one and two? And if you don't know that in the state of Wisconsin, go ahead and pack your bags and move over to Michigan. Hmm. <laughs> no, but two Michigan, not the UP, because the UP is still like Packer territory. You yeah. gotta go over to the Michigan. You gotta go over the lake. Yes. To Michigan. That's the direction, right? Yeah. Over. Definitely over. Oh. Sometimes I get Michigan and Minnesota confused. Well, you can go. Yeah. I forget which one is on the left, which one is on the right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. More Jack gave it to you right after this. Stick around.